Lizzie here. I still want to bring a smile to your lips and a warmth to your heart by dishing up some of my fun from behind my bifocals with humorous and uplifting stories. This episode will be our Valentine episode. Well, hey, I don't intend to go on forever. These podcasts are planned to be short and sweet, but you all know me. Sometimes, though, folks, I do get carried away. It's just a wee warning. This is what we're going to be talking about this week. This is the February podcast, so we'll start out with Clara and Valentine's Day and the special things she does for her mate, hoping you can get some Valentine ideas. Then we'll see what the law was back in the early days in Upper Canada. We'll give you some quotable quotes, and Oliver's tips will appear to help you in your household. I guess we can all use help in our household these days. Oh yes, and we'll leave things up to you with our Believe It or Not items. We'll talk about Mr. Justice and our crazy English language and more tidbits for you to smile. So let's begin. One of our favorite times of the year is now upon us with the Love Month on board. Yes, I'm talking about Valentine's Day for all you lovers and sweethearts out there. Claire is here to give you some Valentine instructions to help you along. But honestly, I don't know whether this help is giving you a helping hand or maybe helping you to throw your relationship right out the door. <laughs> well, hi, Clara. Hi there, Aunt Lizzie. Hey, I'm just going to call you Lizzie. So much easier and simpler, don't you think, there? Well, thank you, Clara. Yes, that'll be just fine. I see you're going to give us your version of Valentine's Day and your instructions on how to spruce up your mate. Yep, it's worked for me for years. Oh, Clem and I are still together after all these years. Well, I think we might be headed down the divorce aisle, but heck, this works, folks. Okay, well, I'm going off for a minute to get me a coffee. So give him your love advice, Clara. I can sure give that to them. So folks, here we are again with another love day upon us. My husband, Clem, bless his heart, always brings me chocolates. His favorite kind, wouldn't you know? I told him and I told him, please don't give me those dang wonderful gooey things. You know they get in my mouth. Does he listen? Not on your life. I can hear those chocolates calling, I swear. I promise myself I'll only take a wee bite out of the side of one of them. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about out there. Later, when I come to my senses, I realized someone's devoured the entire box, and the only things remaining are those brown, papery things. I think the store jipped him. The bottom layer is probably a dummy, just like made to look like a huge box. Oh, Clara, I've done that before. Have you ever taken a slice out of a cake? Well, just a sliver, I told myself, and then I realized later there was only a sliver left. for something different to do for my valentine this year. I read somewhere that on this day they do random acts of kindness. Why, 
I don't need to have a special day just for that, as I do lots of random acts of kindness every day. Why, just the other day, I washed Clem's old work socks without grumbling about how he wore them every day for a week and that he could grow a vegetable garden in them, although he might have to spray them with insecticide. Insecticide? I knew by the way the toes curled upward to attention that something besides veggies was growing there. I always treat them like royalty, washing them in their own boiling water laced with bleach and softener. I don't want whatever's growing in there to infect any of my personal belongings, you know. Well, at least you threw in some softener. Well, Lizzie, I had to. That dang stuff had built up so much with sweat and oil, it had stiffened. Oh, yes, and last weekend I cooked this steak a different way. He always complains that the way I cook leaves it too crisp and chips his teeth. He told me he'd like one of those melt-in-your-mouth tender kind, the kind you can cut with a fork. Well, so how did you make out? You'll have to tell me the secret. My steaks could be used as a tennis racket. Oh, they're so tough. Well, I sure will. Nothing to it. I read up on the tenderizing subject. I threw that old hunk of meat out on the cutting board, took my handy hammer, and pounded the resistance right out of it. So when I finished with it, that thick steak, it spread its wings right across the cutting board. Hey, I thought this is a great idea. More bang for my buck. Now, to further get the tenderness, the book said to soak that there steak in spices and a liquid. It sounded simple enough to me. I pulled out a bottle of Clem's homegrown corn liquor, poured some of it in a bowl, and doused it with pepper, mustard, leeks, lots of garlic, and salt. What? I've tried his corn liquor. It's really potent. I don't think after a drink or two of that you'd notice whether it was tough or even if you were eating steak. It's put me on my butt a couple of times. Well, onward we go. Now, if that old state wanted to relax and take it easy, Lizzie, it could soak for the day and that. When it came time to cook the darn thing, even I was getting woozy on the fumes. I seared it fast on both sides so nothing escaped, and then flipped it onto Clem's plate along with some potatoes and carrots, his favorite. Oh, my. How did he make out with that? He must have realized what a sweet gesture on your part to have offered to cook steak just the way he liked it. And uh, did he get frisky? No, he didn't utter a word. Although his eyes watered and his nose ran and fire seemed to come off his heels as he streaked to the fridge to get some cold water. But I know that I was successful as his teeth didn't chip and in between gasps for breath he whispered that he loved the new style. Then he hobbled off to bed. Why, he didn't even try one of his favorite chocolates for dessert. Bless his ever-loving heart. Isn't life grand? Bye now. Signing off, Miss Clara. See you next time. Well, I hope Clara's advice helped you with your 
uh, mate or relationship. Mm, don't know if it would, but here's hoping. Now let's go on. You know, it's unbelievable that these laws were actually in effect so many years ago. Oh, we've come so far. This is the law back in the early days. In Upper Canada, it was illegal to hang men's and women's garment on the same clothesline. For many years, it was illegal in Newfoundland to light up a cigar in an outhouse. In Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, it's as illegal for chickens to cross the road. In Ottawa, it's illegal for bees to make a buzzing noise. Well, I don't know if those laws are now, but hey, this is what they were. In Ottawa during the 1950s, it was illegal for cab drivers to wear shorts. Well, now I don't know why that would be, but anyway. In Toronto many years ago, a miserable judge gave a prominent young lawyer a very rough time on all his arguments. He interrupted counsel repeatedly, gave his own rendition of what the law was, and asked demandingly, isn't that so? The lawyer, so shaken from all these interruptions, answered, yes, dear. In Prince William County, uh, uh, VA, now what is VA? Is that Virginia? I'm not too sure. But anyway, Prince William County, VA. Police arrested Douglas Raglan, 34, for robbing a gas station with a banana explaining that the subject wrapped the fruit in a scarf to fool the station attendant into thinking it was a gun. Police spokesman Kim D. Chin said Raglan was charged with arm robbery and use of a firearm, the banana, to commit a felony. Hey, this tidbit was from long ago, but I guess we could relate to it now. People are talking recession again, but the government is moving real fast this time. It's already put 10,000 people back to work, compiling unemployment insurance and payments <clears throat> and payments because of COVID. Oh, I do get tongue-tied once out a while. And now uh, we're going to give a wee plug from one of our sponsors who's supporting our uplifting chatterbox newspaper which i'll talk about later and it's sensi what is sensi sensi offers a large range of home and personal products in a variety of fragrances and styles to suit every taste and decor their decorative sensi warmers and the wax melts or sensi bars as they're known as are combined to create the sensi system a much safer alternative than ordinary wick candles with open flames. Scentsy's wickless candles or wax melts are warmed to a low temperature which allows a higher level of fragrance to be used, unlike ordinary candles which burn the wax and release smoke and toxins into the air. This also allows the fragrance to last longer, making it a much more cost-effective option. Diane has been a consultant for over 10 years now. She loves to help people decide what fragrances and warmers are just right for them. So please contact her. I've listed the links for you to get hold of her at the end of this podcast. Her name is Diane Stanhope. And maybe you could get something for your special sweetheart for Valentine's if you get there fast enough. Here 
here's some quotable quotes that I thought I'd share to give you something to ponder on. Change is the law of life. Those who look only to the past or present are certain to miss the future. That was John Fitzgerald Kennedy. An opportunity not hasted is ability wasted. Ability that is not used is talent that is abused. I'm sorry, the author is unknown. There are two things to aim at in life. First, to get what you want, and after that, to enjoy it. By Logan Pearsall Smith. I guess I got that right. Here's a few of my friend Gail's household tips that we've lovingly named Oliver's Tips. The top of pop bottles make good miniature paint pans for children to use with their watercolors. Throw cap away when finished. Use old flat sheets folded in half as a mattress pad. Bars of soap will last much longer if you unwrap new bars and let them sit on a closet shelf for a few weeks before using. Can this be true? For 20 years, Paul Brandt dropped his quarters into an empty pail. He had saved enough to buy a $23,000 pickup and a $10,000 car. Oh my goodness, that sounds so good. But I don't know if I'd be that disciplined to do that. With rising prices and all, and besides, I need my quarters for the washer and dryer machine. Can you imagine how heavy those pails? And there must have been plenty by the time 20 years went by. I'm imagining it would cost all of that, just to hire a truck to haul it all. Believe it or not, the North Pole and South Pole are ideal vacation places for people who every winter come down with colds and flu. At both poles, it's far too cold to catch cold. No germs can survive at sub-zero temperatures. Dick Winslow appeared at a Los Angeles hospital complaining about a pain in his throat. Doctors found a Mickey Mouse watch lodged in his esophagus. While taping the Dick Cavat show, well, that was quite a while ago, I don't think he's on anymore, but uh, nutrition expert J.I. Rodell said that he was so healthy he planned to live for a long time. He then dropped dead on the spot. Now only in the U.S., no warning signs. In California, a man who was trying to break into a building through a skylight was injured when the skylight collapsed beneath his weight and he fell to the floor below. He sued on the grounds that the skylight was unsafe and won a judgment against the people he was trying to burglarize. Here's just a wee tidbit for you. I mean, can you believe this? $20 arrives after 51-year delay. It's taken a long time, but honesty finally got the best of an old schoolboy. Former gym teacher and Professor Whitehead lost a few dollar bills back in 1942. Now, someone's written him saying he found the money and spent it with a friend. The man enclosed $20 and wrote he had agonized over his dishonesty for years. Whitehead says he'd like to speak to him, not about his conscience, but about his goodness. Talk about status. Mr. Justice Barlow once lectured a young witness as follows. Now, when you answer my question, you don't just say yes or no. 
There's a proper form of address in the courts in Ontario. In magistrate's court, it's yes, your worship. In county court, it's yes, my lord, or yes, your lordship. Now, what is your answer? Yes, my God, the flustered witness replied. I guess it takes all kinds in this world, but Dr. David Stry, owner-director of the Villa Vegetarian Health Spa in Mexico, has stipulated in his will that he wishes to be buried in the non-smoking section of the cemetery. This was a press release. Uh, well, actually, it was issued by Dr. David Stry. What next? Now here's some crazy English language. Can you find the egg in eggplant, the pine or apple in pineapple, or even the ham in hamburger? English muffins weren't invented in England or French fries in France. Sweet meats are candy, while sweet breads aren't sweet, they're meat. And quicksand can work slowly, boxing rings are square, public bathrooms have no baths, and a guinea pig is neither a pig nor from Guinea. Now, here's some miscellaneous fun to finish off. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jill and Jess threw the water on Jack and he went home mad. A wife who applied for a charge account at a department store was asked about her husband's income. Well, usually around midnight, she said. I've got a brother who works for the government. Of course, if you stop to think about it, I guess we all do. announcement here before we go that Clara has been biting at the bit to share with you. Okay, Clara. I've been itching to announce my new idea for you. Once a month, unless all you fall in love with it and want more, I'm going to be telling your fortune for you. It's going to be called Cosmic Clairvoidance. It's where I'm going to share with you all your future from the stars as I say it anyway. I'm also going to draw my favorite cards and am willing to do predictions for a lovely and lucky someone who sends an email at liz at lizunderhill.com. So as to be fair, Lizzie will be the one who will be sorting all the muslins and billions of requests. Don't I wish? Well, I can do that for you, Claire, but really, I'm not good at telling the future. Oh, heck, Lizzie, you don't have to do any of that, but I can only handle one as I'm getting up there in years. So get ready for your name to be picked to be the one on the other end of the stick. Bye again for now. I'd love to hear from you, and if you want to have Miss Clara give you a reading, then send me an email at, again, liz at lizunderhill.com with free reading in the subject line. I promise not to harass you with tons of emails wanting you to buy anything, and I'll keep your email safe. Don't forget to subscribe to the monthly Chatterbox News at www.lifewithauntlizzie.com or click on the link below to get the February issue. Go to the website and sign in to make certain that you get your free personal subscription so you won't miss anything. And don't forget to thank the advertisers who support Good News. For those of you who don't know what the Chatterbox News is, 
treat yourself to pages filled with uplifting and humorous stories. Meanwhile, take care, keep smiling. Until the next time, bye for now.